compound audio group. Adam, I'm hungry as a moose. Why? Why are I, you so hungry? I didn't eat lunch today. Why not? I don't. I'm just because like I miss like the good days when you know you can get a brown paper bag with your name on it. You know, like how your mom used to do. Bro, have your you mom? not heard of domesticated dad? The what? The domesticated dad. Your, your dad makes food. No, no, it's a spot. It's like a place you can go. Go where? To the so domesticated I can go to your dad for food. No, it's somebody else's dad. Someone else's dad makes food. For yeah, people? yeah, yeah. The domesticated dad and make a little brown paper bag with your name on it. You get homemade snacks. You get a sandwich. Okay. You get a little bag of chippies or like a cookie. Cookie. Yeah. Do, you, do they have brownies? They got brownies. Oh, man. You got everything you need, bro. And this is Domesticated Dad. Yeah, in Oakhurst. You go to domesticateddad.net. You check out. They do catering. They do lunches. Nice. You could order. They deliver. There's anywhere on the planet. So you You are on the moon? Yo, if you're on the moon, they'll deliver to the moon. To the moon? To the the outer space. So they're going to send a rocket. It's a spaceman, Dad. Okay. Okay. You recommend this place. More importantly, it's a brown paper bag with your name on it. That's where I'm. And trying it's home cooked meal. Do I gotta request this brown paper bag? No. It just. Comes. It's every single one. My a, name on it, bro. With your name on it specifically. Domesticated does. Dot net. I'm going. Bobby, let me ask you something. What's up? What are you gonna do if I mount your back? I throw a body triangle on you. And I slide my anaconda-like mm. grip around your skinny neck and a rear naked. Well, Adam, I'll tell you what the hell I'm going to do. I'm going to slip out of that arm bar doing an omoplata with my iron chin that I learned from Jitsweb. Have you ever heard of Jitsweb, Adam? Is that a porn site? Don't disrespect me like that. All right, first of all. I don't know because, you know, all every, the majority of the sites that you... Yes, I know. I like porn, but this isn't about porn. This is about jujitsu. So it's dudes wrestling? Yes, it's wrestling. So it's porn. No, it's not Grinder. Oh, okay. It's JitsWeb.com. Oh, perfect. You learn how to throw like a Kimura? You can do Kimuras. You can do... Spider uh, Guard. Spider Guard. Uh, Mission Control. You can you do... Uh, um, what did I say? Omoplatas. You can do... Yeah. You can do um, figure four leg leg holds. <laughs> you can... They teach you how to break ankles. That mission control? The mission, yo, I learned how to break an ankle the other day. And a, and a knee bar or and an ankle bar? A knee bar. A knee bar. You can you can tear someone's ACL and MCL at the same time. Yeah, blow it out there, PCL. Nah, for real though, Adam, you should check out jitsweb.com. You can learn some shit. And learn how to choke a bitch with your feet. I mean, if you into that shit, I don't know if they teach you that, but I mean. So what you're saying that. is that if you're into choke sex... If you're in the jitsweb.com, yes, you can learn something about choke sex. Lit. Bobby Moore. You know, Adam, I'm a reversed man. I live my life in reverse. I like reverse cowgirls, reverse gangbangs, but I say that to say this LeBron James is king. Adam Simmons. See, this is exactly why you don't have sex with green girls. That's how you get space aids. The Simmons and Moore podcast. Bro, no, there is absolutely no way. No, there is no way that dude love is better than Cactus Jack. Yeah, but Cactus Jack came in with that OG Lucille from The Walking Dead and cracked you over the head with barbed wire. Stay lit. Hashtag Sam PC.
Simmons and More podcast, episode 35. Episode 35. Kevin Durant. <laughs> yeah, this KD. is this is the KD episode. Last week, you were wrong. Whatever. By Shut the way, up. every episode we do, I it's a number, you. so we find an athlete with that number, and we call it that episode. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel it. You feel I'm that? Digging, right. So you did 33 with Scottie, Scottie Pippen, right? <laughs> nigga. <That's> <laughs> 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 Off the bat, he know what he talking about. Yeah, but um, KD. Yeah. Trey Pound. Cool. Kevin Durant. <laughs> Trey Pound. So, last week was Shaq. Last week was Shaq. This week is KD. This week is KD, yes. Okay, cool. And I want to give a shout out to uh, last week's guest chamber for blessing us. That was a great episode. Yeah, it was killer. Yeah, we had a good time, and shout outs to him for coming on. Appreciate Anytime that I can have him. a giant around me to make me feel like a small baby. <laughs> cool with that. Again, this week, fucking gigantic humans. We're just gonna have the, we're gonna get bigger upholstery. Yeah, we, we need just to keep get getting big people in here. Yeah. Um, Ultimate Fighter nineteen, yeah, right, buddy? Yeah. Winner. Uh, yeah. What are you number ten? Lightweight. Number nine. Number nine. Yo, get it. Right. We gonna say it yeah, exactly. Yo, get it. I'm gonna listen. Get it right, listen. Yo. No, because I knew I had it written down. Uh, number nine. Went to MMA.com or some shit like that, and they had you rank the ten. Okay. Which I thought. Is oh, it, what, the UFC says. Oh, right. <laughs> UFC says nine. Nah. There you I'm go. Nine. The number nine <laughs> lightweight in the UFC, Corey Overtime Anderson. Let's go. He even got the new name on there. I like. Yeah, that. come on, yo. I know on, how it is. On Instagram, he had Mr. Beaston Twenty Five Eight. Well, <laughs> that was before you know. Yeah, you're right. That was the before the announcement. Yeah, yeah, that was. Before, it's still man. the brand. Still the brand. We still 258 all time, all, all day, the time, man. every day, right. and another day, and no an days hour. off. If you OT? feel me, that's it. Yeah, that's you it. got it. Yeah, <laughs> that's it. And you got that nickname from your brother, right? It was, um, because you guys were wrestling, right? I was wrestling. Well, you, <laughs> you were wrestling, um, and you're always in the gym. You're just putting in literal overtime. You know what I mean? Uh, so you got you. 25 yeah. You know, everybody else was saying they were doing shit 24-7. And they was barely in the gym, you know. I'd be in the gym a lot by myself, you know. There you and go. And it's like, how can you be doing If you're doing 24-7, then I'm on a different planet. There you, you go. Know? So that's <laughs> what it yeah, came dude. about. Man, that nigga said 25 I like that. So, essentially, the overtime, um, Frankie gave you the nickname? Yeah. Okay. Well, they were doing the Embedded for 205, and they were throwing out a bunch of dumbass names. <laughs> Eddie Alvarez was like, oh, Corey, time and a half. And I was like, negative. <laughs> time and a half. <laughs> too many syllables, bro. <laughs> if I can't do it in one word, it's over. Yeah. And Frank was I was like, actually, overtime. It was at, um, when I was watching your fights this week. And, uh, yeah, congratulations, by the yeah, way. Yeah, congratulations. congratulations. Savage. Yeah. Um, but it, they were like, overtime. And I was like, okay. <laughs> I see you, son. Man we'll make some you. overtime t-shirts now. Exactly. You working on it. Working I got some boys that? was actually talking about designs last night. Hey, man. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. So, they coming out soon. As soon as we get that. So look out for that overtime. Exactly. Overtime. <laughs> Beast life. Beast in 25A. We got snapbacks, t-shirts, socks. I'm going to do wristbands, anklets, keychains. <laughs> what you want, we got it. Like Jamaicans over here. You feel me? <laughs> <laughs> Hussein Bolt, son. Shut up, yo. yo. We, uh, we have pins and snapbacks. Yeah, so we're about to get some got. t-shirts. We're talking to somewhere. a couple of guys. Yeah, yeah we got But see. I mean, we got uh, the make podcast lit again hat. We got four years to sell these. Yeah, so, you know <laughs> why what I'm saying? Four years? Why you got a limit on it? Because, because it's Trump. It's a Trump hat. 
Because fuck Trump, <laughs> we're making podcasts lit again. But we don't say lit. That word is dead. They killed it too fast. You said it's killed too fast? Yeah, everybody started saying it. Yeah, everybody said everything was lit. Because Alfredo was lit, bro. Like, you welcome, it, it's man. banging, though. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, you're welcome. You're welcome. I'm, I'm saying that Alfredo's lit, though. Yeah, that shit is lit, though. Um, but no, get into your career. How did you get into um, MMA? What made you want to become a fighter? Dead ass, I didn't even want to be a fighter. I was um, training for the Olympics. And Ben Asker was my wrestling coach at the time. He was a former Olympian. Animal. And at the time, was um, the 170 Bellator champ. And uh, he's like, bro, let's go to this gym in Milwaukee and train, you know? So started doing that. And one day, he sent me a text. He was like, oh, we're going to go to this new gym, this new address. Uh, meet me there at like 5 o'clock. It was a weird time. I go in the basement. Well, at first, I pull up to this building. It's like a restaurant and a bank and stuff up top. And I text him, like, I don't see anything. Yeah. Like, no, it's downstairs. Come to the side. It's a door. I take you to the basement. And on your way down, you see, like, Rufus Sport, which is where Anthony Pettis knows guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah of At the time, I had never done MMA. I never really followed it, so I didn't know anything. I walk in, and you see all the cameras. You see Anthony Pettis doing his little video, jumping off the cage. And I had never <laughs> heard of Showtime kick. Why does this dude, and I asked, like, why does this dude keep jumping off the fence? Like, why do you keep doing his kick over and over and over? And they take that, pictures. That might as well be so the logo. Yeah, they were doing, like, a picture. I think it was Toyo Tire, because if you go there now, they got this big Picture of him on the side, like doing the kickoff. Yeah, you can see yeah that's what I'm saying. The, the Showtime kick is like, that you know, that, that might as well be the the logo, the logo. for Rufus. MMA. Yeah, I thought uh-huh. they just yeah. took that off the actual move and they just tried to Photoshop it. I didn't know that. Uh, he I, I know. I think Toyo Tire made him do it again in <laughs> the gym with the gym in the background. <laughs> but like right, you see ahead, that, ahead, there's like all these other guys. I'm looking around, and the first thing I think is like, man, ain't nobody wrestling here. What the hell I'm doing here? And Ben jumped out of the cage like, oh, hey, Corey. I kind of tricked you, but it's just welcome to your new sport. What you mean? He's like, you're too good of an athlete for me not to let you try it. Like, I had to get you in here some way, and it's the only way I can get you. Yeah. Just try it, and if you don't like it, we'll go back to training and wrestling. So yeah. he lied to you and then lured you, you into a basement into, underneath the bank. Yeah, yeah you, you know got lied I mean? into a yeah. uh, fight club. And I was against it pretty much. So I wasn't with it. I watched, and I left. You know, I was like, all right, I'm just going to go home. I'll get my workout tomorrow, whatever. The next right. day, well, when I left, somebody told me, oh, we'll be here tomorrow at 9 a.m. if you want to come back and try it again. So, what? Uh, all night, I tossed and turned. like, man, I got to go back and try it. Yeah. Like, is, if I don't take this opportunity, I never know what can happen. I might end up liking it. So, I'm going to go back and just practice it. So, like, 9 o'clock. Actually, I'm outside the gym, like, 8.30. Rode my motorcycle from Milwaukee, from Rockton to Milwaukee, which is an hour and a half. I nice coach ride. get there in the morning. He's like, what the hell are you doing here? He's like, I got to try it. Like, I'm just going to try it. There you go. He's like, well, I'm glad you came back because they are sparring there. Like, damn. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I ain't bring nothing but a pair of gloves and some shorts. Like, all right, we got gear for you. I go in. Sure enough, they bring Anthony in the cage with me first. Like, so, Anthony's going to go light with you just so you so can wait, see what so it's like. You just off jump just start off fighting jump. Anthony Pettis. And off jump. Anthony Showtime. Pettis. Showtime. Just because like, he's thinking he's going to take it easy on me, which he did. That's but crazy. I had never been kicked before. So first shot, <laughs> leg kicking. First shot, he leg kicking. Boom. Ah! Like, I quit. Like, you can't do that. Like, yeah, you can. <laughs> like, yeah, you can. It's MMA. Like, what the hell? He was like, do what you do. Like, I wrestle. Like, wrestle. You can do that. Wrestle. I'm thinking we're going to box because I did boxing in college a little bit. Oh, okay. So I ended up taking him down. All right, good. You got to take down. All right, Anthony Eider, you too big to be taking Anthony down. Then Ben Ashton came in. All right, oh, now put yeah, your no boxing and wrestling together against Ben. Mm. You know, and I started shooting on him, but he's not easy to take down. 
But every time he shot on me, I was so big, I can use my weight to get behind him. Yeah. So, yeah, so you figured it out. Now, now we're going to bring somebody your size, and they bring in this heavyweight guy. All right, and I do the same shit against him. Everything you just did, put it together. And I started blast up and just ground and pound him, just take him down and just throw punches. That's it. Nice. Until they was like, all right, back up. And I do it again. And all right, time. Practice was over, and the coach grabbed me. It was like, you don't want to fight, and you might not consider yourself a fighter. But little you know, son, you, you are a fighter. And mm -hmm. if you stay with me in three fights, you can be in the UFCs. I did it with Pat Berry, and I could do it with you. And I'm thinking, like, yes, he was just talking, whatever. But I kept coming back. I liked it. Yeah. Just kept coming back, kept coming back. They tried to get me a fight in Milwaukee. Nobody would fight me because of my wrestling background. They would look me up. No fights. But I was an All-American wrestler, two-time All-American, NCAA finalist. Talk nobody about wanted it. that. You know? <laughs> Talk <laughs> about it. Let, let it know. No, let so, that know. You know, I ended up moving down to Illinois to train or coach. College in Illinois, I was a college wrestling coach. Mm -hmm. And the same thing there. A couple, few, first three, four fights just kept falling through. People see my record. And I was trying to go amateur. And I was like, you know what? We got to send you pro. You got to go to the pro right away. Like, no amateur fights. You got to throw you in there with the big boys, jump into pro practice. You know, everything is going to change. you having to sign a contract or anything? Like um, I signed just a one-fight pro, pro contract. Oh, okay, Nothing okay, with okay. it. No, no organization. Oh, all, right, all right, cool, cool. So, I go do that, whatever. I get there. The guy was set to fight. Didn't have any of his paperwork, none of his licensing, <laughs> whatever. So kind of like he didn't really want to fight, but he yeah, wanted to yeah, say yeah. he was there. Then uh, some other guy was in the crowd like, well, he's going pro. He's not quite pro yet. But since you signed a pro contract, what we're going to do is you go out there and you fight. We'll make an exhibition, you know, and it won't count on nobody's record. Just see how you do. And the commission lady was like, nope, I'm not letting Corey go pro. So it's definitely going to be an exhibition. Well, I go out there and this guy. What, 15 seconds? I one, two, throw a one, two, blast double, knocked him out and slam and just Mocked beat him, him. since. It's like in like 15 yeah. seconds. And I went to the cage and was like, You gave that dude that ass whooping to the lady that said I couldn't go pro. <laughs> <laughs> My coach came in like, You ready? Yeah, and after shit. that, I was like, We, we going, this career's going to take off. I'm telling you right now. Right. So two weeks later, I fly back or I drive back to Milwaukee for my second fight, beat that dude in three minutes. Again, that's when I had beaten 25-8 on my shirt. And the guy was like, at first I saw your name, and it didn't make any sense to me. But now I saw you fight, it makes perfect sense to me because you just beat the shit out of that guy. Like, <laughs> like this is going to be a name we're going to be seeing. And I went and did another fight, and then another one. After that, I was on the Ultimate Fighter. And how, how did you get linked up with the Ultimate Fighter? Is it just like something? It's just a tryouts. Just a tryout. No, it was on online. Cool. Tryouts coming to Indiana. Started at 6 o'clock, ended at like 11, whatever. And I didn't want to go. Again, it was one of them opportunities. Like, I was turning down. I didn't want to do it. My yeah, coach called me. you didn't take it, you would have been like, work. Damn. Exactly. <laughs> My coach called me at work and was like, yo, the ultimate fighter trials tomorrow, you going? And we got like four or five other guys that's at the same weight who's been fighting forever. So I'm thinking, like, nah, I got to work in the morning. I'm not worried about it. But, all right, it sounds good. Meet me at my house and you get off work. I hung up the phone. I go to his house, like, yo, I'm not going. What you, what you mean, meet you here? Like, he pushed me into the pageant and said, like, look, you going. And you're going to do exactly what you do in practice. And you're going to make it. He said, we're going to drive through the night. You just got off work. It's like 1 o'clock in the morning. He said, we'll get there at 6. We'll be the first ones in line. You go in there and you do what you do. And you're going to make it on the show. And when you make it on the show, you do what you do. And you're going to win the show. I promise you, you will win. It's so important yeah. to have that, like, someone with mm. that belief system. Cause, yeah. You know. Because I didn't believe it. Right. You could be, like, yeah, moving lumber right vision. now. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Yeah, doing yeah. whatever. Like I said, at this point, so I think it was probably August. And I had just had my first fight in March. So a few few short months ago, I just wow. did my debut fight. And all the guys here have been fighting for about seven, eight, nine mm. years trying to get to <laughs> UFC. Right. So I'm in this trials and these guys that used to wrestle at one of the colleges I was at. 
guys I've seen fight for titles like when I was on one of my short circuits, like my second fight, this guy was doing his 15th fight. Wow. Like, so I knew I was like, damn, this is what I got to go up against? Like, ain't no way I'm going to make this try, but I'm going to go out there and do my thing. So I went out. What first thing was um, jujitsu. I had never did jujitsu before in my life. So I go out there, and the guy was a national champ wrestler who with good jujitsu. He just, just was on top of me, just beating me up with jujitsu. But I never stopped fighting. No matter what submission he got, I just kept fighting and kept fighting, get up and keep fighting and keep fighting. Yeah. And I thought for sure when they did the cuts, they was about to cut me. And it's calling out the names, calling out these names, and I started packing my bags, like, yep, I'm going home. Like, and that's <laughs> Literally, the very last thing they say, Corey Anderson, I look at my coach, like, oh, shit, we made it. Like, I told you, just keep pushing. One more round in the interviews, like, one more round, do what you do. And I'm, at this point, I got pretty good at striking. Yeah. Like, all right, next round, striking, get your coach, or we got somebody for you. My coach, like, yeah, yeah. you're going to the show. You're good. Your kicks, <laughs> you're good. Like just, it's like, I got a plan. Just watch this. Like, we ain't going to punch until the people walk near us. And there was a lady. Uh, I can't remember her name now. Miss something. We used to call her Miss. Miss Jamie was her name. That was it. Shout, shout out her back. Jamie. Yeah, shout out Miss Jamie. Shout I don't know how you doing. <laughs> but she had her back towards us. She had her back, like, right by my coach. She's like, now, nah, go one, two, left kick, hard as you can. And he had these pads that, like, well, echo. And I was boom, boom, you hear cracking. You see her jump and turn around. I was like, oh. And she started watching, and then you see her start shaking her head. She get everybody else over there. Like, all right, Mr. Anderson, you done. You can go sit down. Like I told you, there I got go. a plan. He's, yeah, he's smart. <laughs> he's like, he played the game. He, he, so, yeah, he knows. Smart, bro. He's smart, it's it's bro. almost like uh, he's some sort of professional or something. Yeah, you know what he mean? was. He had been in a while trying <laughs> to get to the UFC. Yeah. Yeah, 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 but he was too old for the trial, so he did everything he could to get yeah, me there. And this guy, man. Bobby Brent. Shout out to Bobby Brent. Yeah, to this day, Bobby. my man, Bobby's the zombie Brent. But um. So next part is an interview. You know, I'm a personal person. You know, I like laughing, cracking jokes. Yeah, that. yeah. And he was like, interview? I ain't even worried about it. You Word. good to go. Sure enough, I go in there. I got the people laughing. You know, we talking, <laughs> whatever. It's like, can you make it to Vegas next week? I said, I can make it to Vegas yesterday. Like, you give me a ticket, I'm gone. It's like, all right, Mr. Anderson, you're going. And that was it. We went out there. And come to find out, they really brought me on after I beat the guy to get in the house. They tell me the truth. The guy, the producer, comes out and grabs me and says, Mr. Anderson, I want to apologize to you. What do you mean you apologize? He said, we literally brought you onto the show as a joke. That's what do you mean as a joke? He said, we brought you in so Kelly, the guy who wrestled at the college uh -huh. I had went to before, he can get an easy win against you because you was inexperienced. That way he can go on to win the show without getting any injuries. And you just came out and proved it wrong and you destroyed him. Fuck so yeah. he was the supposed to be just a, a dummy. A punching bag, punch, yeah. yeah. I was like, three fights against you, 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 right you were supposed to be a jobber. Fight. Exactly. Yeah. And he's like, Mr. Anson, you got three fights. And I believe you can win this show. Three more fights. Word. And throughout the whole show, every time I win a fight, I walk out the cage and he'll come up, walk past me. Because like, we're not supposed to talk to the producers or anything. He'll walk past me like, two fights. And he'll whisper like, two fights. Next fight, <laughs> one more fight. I'm looking like, what? And I remember going to the semifinals, the cameraman, everybody had came in the locker room like after... They cut the cameras off. I was like, bro, we're not supposed to tell you, but we pulling for like you be such an underdog and Word. to do what you did. If you won, that'd be history. And after that, it was just like, you know, all these people want me to win. I got to do it. I'm like the finale. This is it. And I went out there and knocked dude out in 60 seconds and got my contract. And here I am now. The only one from the show that's still alive in the UFC. Everybody else been cut or quit, and I'm the only one still yeah, going see, I was strong. I ask you that, like, who was popular in there besides you? You um, one that survived, right? Eddie Truck Jordan, uh, Eddie Truck Gordon was a good one. Everybody loved him. He had a big fan base. He was yeah. from New York, um, uh, Staten Island, Long Island, New York. Yeah. Uh, 
and Diego Lima, they both had a big foul and they have been fighting forever. But both of them, they end up getting they two or three losses and they were released. But now they're still fighting, trying to work their way back in. So, so um, is that the first time you met Frankie Edgar or like did you already know him? Never even heard the name. Well, I heard the name, but I never <laughs> put two and two together that Frankie was a guy everybody talked about, the Rocky of MMA. And it was crazy when he walked out. Him and BJ Penn walk out and everybody, oh, my God. Oh, my God, it's Frankie, Frankie. And I think that was a plus for me because I didn't yeah. it, I didn't get in that fanboy mode. Yeah, I was never starstruck. starstruck. Yeah, yeah, to yeah, me, yeah. it was just like two guys that's watching us fight. Was they it beef real? Like, mm-hmm. that shit was real? Like, them two beefing and shit? Well, they was kind of cool on the show, but they I don't think they really like each other. You know, yeah. Frankie is a professional person now i know frankie yeah, they called yeah, me move, asked me to move out here to train or whatever and i didn't got so close with frankie frankie is just 100 professional he tried to put beef aside when the cameras and stuff around you know he or, he's human yeah, but yeah, he's yeah, yeah. He professional about it you know if you face to face he ain't gonna be the type of person talking crap like conor mcgregor and all that extra noise he's real real professional with everything yeah. so that's uh that's wrestling jesus in new jersey bro he's yeah. like yeah frankie Edgar is the man yeah. you get pulled over and just tell the cops I'm already trying to Frank Air. Oh, you're good to go. Like, that's, yeah. I, I, got, I got so many tickets and times where I get pulled over. Oh, from Illinois, huh? What you doing here? Frank Yeager had me come on. Oh, here's your license back. Have a good day, sir. I, oh, uh, I, li- I like to think that when I, if I were to see him, that I wouldn't be like, oh, yeah, no, no, no big deal, whatever, blah, blah, blah. Because, like, you know, you, you, you meet famous people along the way or whatever. Um, I went to a, a local fight. A friend of ours was fighting in um, – What's that called? Uh, Mad Dog or uh, serious, uh, serious, serious MMA or whatever? And he was coaching, and he he just came out and they announced him. And I was like, Oh my God, it's wrestling Jesus! <laughs> <laughs> like I caught <laughs> got a little bitch in you right there, bro. Oh, a little bit. No, 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 no. no. Nah, let him know. Uh, there's a whole lot of bitching. <laughs> Yo, nah, it was but, quite alright. Now, nah, Adam, but he he uh, mentioned Conor McGregor. Nah, that was you... a mistake. I didn't mean to do that. <laughs> <laughs> but you did. Now, Bob, Bobby just caught you, son. But you did. How, how do you feel about Connor? Like, I don't think about Connor. You don't think about? I don't like Connor. No, nah, he's too. He's nah, too busy like worrying Conor. about dudes that yeah, are big. It's like how many people in the world? Like some trillion, quadrillion, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. And probably a quarter of them people do MMA. But everybody want to talk about Connor fucking McGregor. Why? Like, why does he think he's that big? Like, cause to me personally, he good and all, but I don't. You know, like you said, he's good, but he's hit the way he talk. People just, like that. They just like to hear talking, you know. And he's bagged up. Can't take that from. Oh no, no, no. no. He's, he's no that left hand is magic. He's a yeah, good he's fighter. A for business sure. man. But. He's a smart fighter. He's done everything he said he's done except Word. for the first Nate Nate Diaz fight. True. And true. you know that's why he's so big. He's bringing money into the sport for us. Yes, I give him that. But him as a person. No. I can't stand it. You know, can't coming from a him. wrestling background, you always learn sportsmanship. He's the complete opposite of everything we are taught as athletes growing up. You shake the hand. Yeah. You always be polite. You respect one another. You never talk down to your opponent. He's like the complete opposite. Yeah. Well, that, that's the wrestler's mentality. It's like humbleness and strength. These are like quiet giants. Exactly. That, you know, that that's your thing. He comes more from like a striking background where it's like a money Mayweather. You know what I mean? Where yeah. you see you I just follow like he, that prototype. He took his whole style. Like he took the Mayweather, took the right. Mayweather formula, he took, and then he ran with it. He, he took a little Mayweather and a little Ali and just put it together. Put you it know, together. Ali 
talking talking mad crap to all his opponents. You know, and they loved it. Right. That's why he was the highest paid boxer of his time. He's right. not really mm-hmm. like so. He's not really liked in like the locker rooms in UFC. Like you say, he's not liked. Yeah. I mean, around. there's some people that like him because they all trying to they trying to bite his style. Oh, they're no, they're trying to emulate. Well, you know, it's a it's a winning formula for him. So you get guys like um. Who was the guy that you fought that came out with his tattoos taped? Tom Tom Lawler. <laughs> you know, and Tom Lawler, that was his thing. He was a character coming in. That was he built his name off of his way in antics and cage walk mm. antics. Just like the guy I just fought, Sean O'Connor. Like the half the things I read. Listen, 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 listen. Like he I watch MMA. He watch it way more than me, but I like UFC. I like it a lot. You fucked that nigga up, though. <laughs> I had to do what I had to do, man. I just showed up, but I had some some hard feelings, you know, with the way the media turned a lot of my my uh, interviews. They twisted, right? it. yeah. Split, split decision right? loss, and the fact that I believe I won that fight technically. Yeah, I mean, like on, they interviewed twenty five media people, and twenty two said I won. Yeah. Two gave it to him, and one person made the draw. And the fact that. You the way he, they judged it, like they just had me torn inside. As I told him, the next person is gonna feel my wrath. You think he won off the name, like maybe because he was like, uh, well, it was in his hometown where uh, he was born and raised. Oh, okay. And he was a former legend. Yeah. You know, I feel like they all played into it. It was yeah. all, all right, BS that played into the rule. And nine fights in, they give you fucking Shogun, man. I mean, I they asked if I won, and I said, yeah, because nobody else would take it. I ain't no bitch, you know what I'm saying? I'm here to be the best. To be the best, you got to beat the best. And I was a legend that was in front of me, so I was ready to go. Like, like, where are we going? Brazil. Like, literally, when my manager called me and said, you want to fight Shogun Ross? I said, yes. Sign it up. And a week later, I called him, like, wait, where the fight at? When is the fight? Like, where's my car? I didn't know anything. When they said Shogun Ross, I was like, yes. He's in front of me. He's a former legend. That's huge. If I beat this guy... Or we going to the top. And I didn't know where the fuck the fight was at. And when they told me Brazil and the time of day and all this, and I brought it to the coaches, there was a problem. Like all the coaches like had stuff going on. We had other fighters fighting a week before or fighters fighting the same day. We actually had a guy fight the same day in Atlantic City. Atlantic City, which caused a problem with coaches. Like, are we going to go with this guy or are we going to record? If I knew the date, I probably would have asked him to switch the date. But or, when they said the name, and I was like, you got my to. chance to make yeah, it right. history. You know, you, you know, that's, that's your opportunity. You got to jump on champ, it. Every champ, before they became a champ, beat some legend to get there. Right. Yeah. So that was my that was my opportunity. It so, not, not answered. Uh, on Friday, after your fight, you called out, you called out uh, Nikita Krylov afterwards, right? Am, am I not mistaken? I'm sorry. <laughs> I was in – everyone was fucking screaming after you won. So I really – like, I – like – yeah, you we'll watch it with a bunch of people. The second round. Basically. <laughs> oh my God, Don Terry, he said uh, the Revenant, the movie Revenant, where dude yeah. got killed by the bear. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. he yeah. kept the whole way home in the car. Like, you know what? That's your new nickname, Corey Revenant. Yeah. Because you fucking Revenant. I like you that. Man, that dude. Um, <laughs> you know. But that's literally what your highlight. You said y'all want to highlight was that dead serious fight this weekend. Yeah, like, y'all want to highlight of course fight. Like, they already got it out. Like yeah, he's gonna play a Revenant there. Everybody, <laughs> <laughs> like of course mauled that dude. He didn't have a chance. Um. But you called them out because you felt disrespected about the ranking system. If I'm not, if I'm not mm-hmm. wrong, right? Um, Who is this guy? He's a Russian guy, but guy? he just lost to uh, Misha Kirkinoff. Something like that. Something like that. Another victim. Um, on Another Saturday, victim. right? Um, but I mean, let's be honest, bro. Can can we get you to fight OSP or what? Like, I would much rather see you go to OSP than I would. 
You know what I mean? Like that. I feel like that would be a a better fight. That's a better. That's the name people have been throwing out there. You know, and right now at this point, they actually uh the Nikita fight was offered to me. Now that he lost, I was like, I don't want it now. You know, I wanted it when he right, was ahead of me. Right. Now he's lost. I don't give a damn. So, like, so he's not even relevant. Maybe <laughs> Glover Teixeira or Ogun Sanford. You know, ahead I mean? of me. Like, but right now, we just gotta wait. Play the cards right. Yeah, Ogun is lined up to fight Jan Blakovich, a guy I fought last year on what, like three weeks' notice, and devoured him as well. Mm-hmm. You know, I the Revenant gasping for air on the mat. Like yo, the, the fight Revenant, was over with. Yo. Seven minutes later, his coaches had to help him out the cage because he was so tired he couldn't walk. So we're going to see how this fight go between him and OSP. I believe OSP should give him the business as well. Right, yeah. right. And um, if they give me a contract and say, you want it. I mean, me and OSP, we became boys. What, June, we trained together for like a week yeah. in Phoenix. And we kicked it every night. We had a good time. We came from knowing we would have to fight at some point. We discussed that. Like, you know we got to fight at some point, right? Hey, bro, it's business. If we fight, we fight. But right now, we boys. We kicking it. Right. And that's where it's at. If we fight, it's nothing but respect. It's a business. He got to get paid like I got to get paid. Mm-hmm. He want to get you the belt like I want to get you the belt. If that's something we got to face, we got to face it. But if they end up calling me with Glover or somebody else, I ain't going to run. I need that. You know, right. if that's what I got to do to get to the top, let's run it. Give me my contract. Killers in your Let's weight go. division, man. Yes, from this point up, from eight fucking up, killers. It's all people that's known for knocking heads oh. off, splitting your skull with elbows, <laughs> and they just gonna it's push like, the pace. You know, it's like Rashad, OSP, yep. fucking Glover, mm. Ryan Bader, mm. Gustafson, mm. Rumble, Rumble, like fucking Rumble, Daniel Rumble. Cormier, yep. <sighs> savages. I'm gonna say so. It's eight people in front of me. Yep. Seven names come to me, and I think victim on all of them. Yeah. Except for Rumble. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, I was so, going to ask you When I think Rumble, that, I'm thinking the- game plan. What the hell yeah, is the game plan? I like, plan? I like that. That's honesty, dude. I mean, that's, that's straight honesty, Everybody, you can't. That's a straight fact. Rumble, anybody in this division, Rumble. even Daniel Cormier, yeah. tell he respects the hell out of Rumble. You see that first fight, Rumble hit him with an overhand right yes. when – Cormier was going backwards. It lifted Cormier off the canvas and flipped him face first. <laughs> Never in my life I seen that happen. Word. When he hit him like that, I was like, damn, I do not want to get hit by this. Yeah. Like, I seen him knock everybody else out. <laughs> but he lifted him airborne. It's probably like 230, oh, 230 God. pounds with one punch. He spring-loaded off the canvas, went up and face first. I'm like, I don't want none of that. Like, I'm going to fight him, but I ain't trying to get hit with that overhand. So we got to have a decent game plan. DC somehow just get hurt out of nowhere? They said he had mentioned he was hurt a few weeks back, I but, nah, but I, I mean, that, man. Like, come hey, on, DC, man. he always getting hurt. Yeah, or... like, DC, like, hey, I like DC as well, man. DC, <laughs> DC is a really good guy too. I respect him as a wrestler. Now, look up incredible wrestler, champ. man. Yeah, as a oh, champ, I respect grief. him. So, can't, I'm not gonna sit here and say anything bad about him. I don't yeah. know what happened. He might have got hurt, or he could be playing his cards right. Maybe his coach is like, maybe let's not fight him yet. Let's drag the time. Coaches do that. You know? Oh, okay. When it come down to the fight week, strategy. you know, strategy. strategy. They feel like they're not prepared. The coaches say, oh, we're going to say you're injured. You know, they pull it. But okay. I believe Cormier as a wrestler, I don't think him per se would want to pull from that fight. I think it's either something wrong or his coach wasn't ready. Now, I he, wouldn't say Cormier bagged that stuff because as a okay. wrestler, you stand up to any challenge yeah, in front yeah, of you. Yeah, yeah. It's just the mentality that we're born with. Now, if he keeps pushing back, will they, like, have two other dudes fight for the belt? They do the intern thing. Um, yeah. yeah, that's what happened with John Jones, you know. Yeah, yeah, he got yeah, hurt the last right. time they gave John Jones OSP the title fight. And um, they could have did that this time. But I don't know. Like I said, it could be a legit injury. 
But I think if he went injured one more time, they will. Mm-hmm. If they give him one more injury, they'll probably do an interim title, title fight. And then whoever wins will fight DC. Well, that's what they're doing with um, Jose Aldo now, right? It's like... But both Jose Aldo and Max Holloway both have an interim title now. Right. But, but like, nobody beat McGregor. You know what I mean? So, but at this point, everybody's going to have a title. Yeah, I, won't be I mean, it's, if it, They just start surprising people in the cage. Like, oh, you won a belt today. We didn't tell you because we didn't want to put pressure on you. <laughs> but it's like they just making belts like candy. Just handing them out. So, so, so you're going to be the Intercontinental like Champion. Maybe want, Daniel Cormier is going to be the belt, the, the, the US belt. champ. Yeah, you know, it's WWF. All of, you know what I mean? Like it's pretty much. What it you is. got you got Conor McGregor running around like the Rock, and then you know they kind of turn into like and, a little bit of boxing and WWF. You know, boxing. Yeah. How many belts are there in boxing? They got well, there's so many. The there's I'm, so many uh, promotions, right? Yeah, exactly. So, but yeah. in so many different weight classes, and. Champ versus champ. They claim champ versus champ. For me, it's always only one champ. Whoever the best one is, like Mayweather was the pound for pound the champ. He beat everybody, and he owned all the belts. Mm -hmm. Right. You know, but then you'll have the WBO. I don't even know all this shit. WBO, IBF, (laughs) money, Mayweather belt, all this other stuff versus (laughs) Golden Boy belt. Yeah, you know, versus another set of belts. Right. It should be one belt. I'll put know? my five belts against your four belts. We'll come yeah. out with nine belts, and the winner gets this golden-plated Money Mayweather belt <laughs> yeah. with Mayweather's face on it. It's like UFC is the UFC belt. Everybody wants to get to the UFC and fight for that yeah. organization. I feel boxing should do the same thing. They should have one major organization. Like that guy, the number one guy in that division, is number one pound-for-pound pound guy of all the divisions. Just like the UFC just did Ultimate Fighter, yep. where they brought all the other champs in. It's a good season. Yeah, exactly. Was but you didn't hear those guys say, oh, I might have lost, but I'm still the something-something champ. Yeah, like, no. Yeah. They were I got this green belt, didn't, bro. Like. Yeah, they were upset that they didn't get the opportunity to get to the UFC belt because right. that, at the end of the day, that's the best that's one the there chip. is. Let me, let me ask you something. John Jones, is he a coquette? I mean, that's what the papers say, ain't it? I don't know him personally. So you don't know him personally? I never met John Jones. I've seen him once. Was that, what, 196? Yeah, when Holly fought, we actually walked past each other. I saw him. He looked at me. I looked at him. That was about it. Yeah. I never had words with him. Oh, right, like, I know some people that know his coaches, that know a couple of his coaches, and one of his coaches, they say he does drugs and whatnot. I ain't going to say no names. I ain't no snitch. But, <laughs> you know, so that's what I've heard from people I know, but. I mean, because, like, he's one of my favorite fighters, and it seems like just lately, you know, what he's been going through. He's shit. fucking up. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Like, Plain and simple. Going on? And, you know, it, some it people, you know, he got away with so much at the beginning because yeah. he was breaking history. the youngest champ. Yeah. Everybody loved him. He sold tickets. When John Jones was on the card, people wanted to see it. I remember when I was in college, my sophomore year, my brother was big in the MMA. He used to always talk about his John Jones, John Bones Jones, the man, yeah. Bones Jones, the man. You know, and that's the way it was. People would yeah. kill to see John Bones Jones or to meet him. And the UFC was able to use that to get him off of things, I believe. You know, it's just mm-hmm. like celebrities. Celebrities get in trouble. You got the dollar signs. It's never happened. Yeah. yeah. You know never I mean? He had the it. name. It was half the stuff. Like, when they finally suspended him and took his belt, so much stuff came out that he had did that nobody ever heard. Word. It was like, I've never heard any of this stuff, but it was all under wraps because it's John Jones. They got them good lawyers. Exactly. And I feel like yeah. that. I ain't gonna say that was the reason why he kept doing what he was doing, but he probably felt like, bro, it's just another, just another step. So I'm gonna have my pay my ma- my lawyer, my manager. Right. And it's gonna be gone. Nobody's gonna hear about it. He had a Kanye it. moment. He had a Dave Chappelle moment. Yeah, it's, but it this happens. lady that he hit, the pregnant the, the lady, pregnant that hit, lady yeah. and the cop, 
they didn't care who he was. They no. kept pushing and pushing and pushing. Exactly. Something happened. Yeah. And it kind of screwed him. And now everything he does is just under investigation. He's on parole. <laughs> he took a tainted. Uh, they say a tainted substance. Or, he was taking dick pills. Yeah, he said, you know, he, he, said he took dick pills. Uh, he was taking dick pills. Know, you know, they say all kinds of stuff. But to be honest, do I re- do you really think John Jones, 27 years old, need dick pills? <laughs> I mean, listen, if you do, do enough you need cocaine, dick pills? you might need some. Do you need dick pills? Nah, man. No. Do you think John Jones, all the athletic ability, got all the energy and the crazy stuff he can do in the cage, <laughs> but he can't? He can do a backflip so, and all, a one-handed push-up so with his feet you- in the air, but he can't get his dick up. So what you, you saying? Yo, you said so what you saying? No, is, he said it may or may not be. There may or may not be Mexican he, supplements. I, I hear what he's saying. You saying that he flaky? No, I'm just saying he failed his drug test. <laughs> that's all. That's just we'll, we'll just leave and it at that. And it wasn't dick pills. I mean, that's what they say. But do you think it was dick pills? I don't know, man. I would be embarrassed to say it was dick pills. To be honest. Like I ain't, ain't nothing wrong with my job. So you rather this shit is moving. Call that shit rumble, son. You ask my girl, she'll tell you ain't no problems with my dick pill. <laughs> or my dick, I just say. No pill needed. So there are still people that, that rank Jones, John Jones as the pound for pound best. Oh, no yeah. doubt. I say it myself. He is so definitely you, the best. That's the guy I want to be at the end to claim I'm the best. I don't. If I beat Cormier, yes, I'll be the champ. But the guy I would want to beat to claim I am the best. That's. Man, I mean, you got John Jones. Right. Again, another guy who was never beat. So pound like, for pound, best. Pound, not pound. So you don't pound think he's been pound, beaten technically? Tech, in our weight class, he's the best. Two hundred five. Yeah. Right over. Of course. So pound for pound, I think Demetrius Johnson is the best. Yeah. I'm. I'm right there with you. I, that. That kid honest, gave him a fucking run, though, yeah, man. Exactly. That was a good-ass but fight. He gave him a run, but in the third, or third, fourth, and fifth. He turned it, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Now, you look at John Jones versus Gustafson, and that you go back a, and watch that fight. That you might, I, mean, I still watch it and think, I don't know. I think Gustafson might have pulled it out. pulled it out, yeah. 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 I mean, there was no point in that yeah. where John Jones took over. It's like, oh, without a question, John Jones won. Demetrius' last fight, third, fourth, and fifth round. It's, it's I all him. Back and like, that's no now, question about it. He now, got that. Do that's you all think him. that people don't notice Demetrius that much is because he's a small guy, so they won't look at him as like he can't be pound for pound the greatest because he's so small? Something like that. Yeah. You know it's what like I mean? their whole like, weight class. Think, yeah, you it's think just hard to advertise. Jones? 125 pound men. Because there's like less it's hard to respect if a if a 125 pound man comes to you in the bar. His chest or his head at your belly button. He's talking shit like, I'm going to beat the show. Would you respect it or would exactly. you laugh? Right, right. Same thing. You see Demetrius exactly. Johnson and Meanwhile, uh, the he'll Magic Man. Face off. Like, I've seen them. And they very small. We was on the elevator. Guy, and these guys are small. That's it's kind of hard to look at these guys and think, like, oh, they can bring a bunch of attention in. But Demetrius Johnson is amazing. And like I tell everybody, when they say, why do you think he's the pound for pound best? Who does he train with? Who's his coaches? When every all these big guys, you got like John Jones and Jackson. They got Holly Holmes. They got Cub Swanson. They got B.J. Penn. Now you got Anthony Pettis out there, Donald Cerrone. You got all these big names around them to help. You got um, Andre Arlowski. Uh That one over. I saw she's gonna blush. Yeah, please no. <laughs> let me tell you all about the. Let me ask y'all about the time I was at 196. Not you, Andre. And I'm she knew about Andre Arlowski on the car with me, and she calls me and say, "Corey, can you get a picture for me?" And I'm behind the scenes going to this guy like, look, bro. Like, I ain't trying to be no fanboy now, but I got a friend that's in love with you. And she asked me for a picture. So I had to take a picture and send it to her. Then to make it even worse, a month later, I'm with CM Punk and she did the same thing. Oh, shit. <laughs> like, 
I'm with all these people. We had a yep. clubhouse seat hey, at the New she's Jersey a hawk. Devils game. Nah, she's a hawk. She's just a fangirl. Fangirl. Like, yeah. like yeah. yo, I'm your boy. You should be worried about getting pictures with me. Word. Like, she'll never ask me for an autograph. I'm about to ask <laughs> <laughs> she ain't never asked me for a picture. Yet? That's you know what I mean? But I got to sit there and take selfies with CM Punk in front of all these millionaires. <laughs> like, I'm a fan. Like, all right. They don't even know who the fuck CM Punk is. is you know what I mean? <laughs> but yeah, back to the story. So you got, like, John Jones with all these big names. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it's kind of like, okay, he got great people to help him get there. And his coaches, Greg Jackson, um, Winkle John, uh, Izzy Martinez, all these people have a name in something right, they right, did. Right. They was all great strikers or great fighters. Izzy Martinez, a great wrestler. He's from Illinois, where I'm from. He's the guy to know when you want to get to wrestling. When you look at Demetrius Johnson, nobody knows who his coach is. His coach just doesn't have a name. His coach didn't do anything in his past. And his training partners, nobody knows who they, they, he has no training partners, really. Yeah. He has partners, but they're not anybody with a name. Everything he does, he to create himself. The moves he make up, that's something he does. His athletic ability is all things he picked up growing up from playing sports. That's why I label him the pound for pound best, cause he goes out there and shut people down and make, like Henry Cejudo. He made Henry Cejudo look like a oh kid, my God, and man. I love Henry Cejudo for his wrestling. Like he handled it, like right. he was nothing, right. like he wasn't even a threat. Like how can you not put somebody like that for pound for pound? He's just, he's so. There's a technical aspect to his game that I think goes unappreciated outside of hardcore MMA fans. Of course. You know what I mean? Cause like. Be like, oh, Mighty Mouse, Mighty Mouse, Mighty Mouse. But like, I'm telling you, it's hard to do that. It's like, would you rather promote Des Bryant or Julian Edelman? You can't, you, you can't look at someone like that and be like, yeah, he has to be one of the best receivers in the NFL. You can't, you, no, you're too small. Yeah. Not even that you're too small. You just look too small for people who right. aren't into the sport. Right, the production. Right, you the production. I mean? And it's hard to like get people to want to join that fan base by. Having a smaller man. And, like, another thing that makes me make him, like, one of the pound find, like, the best athlete, because you got guys like John Jones again. Yeah. You put John Jones, stand him next to every 205 in the division. He's, like, four inches taller, and his reach is probably a total of six inches longer. Except for Gustafsson, right? Gustafsson, he's about the same height, but about his reach same? is still four oh, inches okay, longer okay. and shorter. Yeah. You know, so that reach is a huge – that's a huge thing in fighting. Yeah. You look at Demetrius, you put him – like Tim Elliott was way taller than him <laughs> and way longer and way bigger. And he still came out and figured out destroying him. You know, just like when um my girl, like, talk about swim, she asked me after Michael Phelps won the Olympics and stuff again. Mm-hmm. Like, do you think it's because his body build, like, he's built as an athlete? You look at the pictures of all the other swimmers yeah. compared to him, he has that long physique, slim body, long arms, he can he kicking and stroking, so he's making up more room and trading more water than everybody else. Right. That gives him that advantage. And just it's like that John last Jones. inch, that reach that exactly. he Exactly. And like John Jones, his reach, you can punch at the same time, you can do everything you want, but he throw his thing all the way out there, and it's like this much room between everybody else's punch because well, that, he's so long. That was the best thing about Silva is that you could stand 84 inches away from him, and he'll and just hit put his big toe on your nose like, boop, what's up, son? How he did Vito. Well, Vito exactly. was that distance. Yo, he couldn't put him. He did that little front kick. Put that him down. was amazing. Yeah, that was amazing, bro. Yeah, that, like most that was of, the definition of the spider. It made him. Exactly. That was a spider move right and there. And most of the guys are champions. They all have, except for Cormier. Cormier is a really good wrestler. And he's uh-huh. heavy. When he get that weight on top of you, he's a big guy. Yeah. It's, yeah. That's going to drain you. <laughs> Everybody else has something that makes them stand out from people. They're either longer. They're yeah. a lot faster. They... 
um, taller, so it's hard to reach their face. It's all, that's why when you get a tall guy in the gym, they're like, oh, my God, we can make this guy into something. At that weight class, <clears throat> it's nobody his height. But then once they go out there, they just can't figure it out, and they start losing, they kind of try to find the next guy. Everybody wants that guy that's got the super athletic abilities, that's longer than everybody, taller than everybody, because they're going to stand out. It's going to be easy fights. So that being said, what sets you apart from the rest of the guys in your weight class besides, say, like your determination and your drive to be the best? That's it. It's just that, that, that 25 eight. <laughs> yeah, I've been at the need. bottom before. You know what I mean? Right. Growing up, I was that kid. I was 300 pounds at one point. I was a kid that was never got. Pounds. Yeah. I, nobody would pick me to play sports. Like, people made fun of me because I was that big kid. I was the one that sat the bench through high school and all that. And one guy, one college coach took a chance on me because my high school coach told him, he's not that great of an athlete, but his mind says he will not stop. He's going to push. You're grinder. Grinder. Exactly. Yeah. And I got to the right coaches that taught me the right things I need to know, how to work hard, the right technical things, how to take care of my body. And shortly after I started doing that, I started losing weight. And things just started to change. Like, I posted on Instagram today. When I first started fighting, I was like 250. You know what I mean? But at the same time, nobody could mess with me because my mentality was, you're not going to beat me. At this point, I was good at wrestling. Mm -hmm. I did enough to survive and arrest. And that's the thing. My mind says I'm always in the gym. Like I said, 25-8. That's the thing. If you getting three workouts, I'm getting four. If you getting four, I'm getting right. five. You're, I'm going to find the time of the day to get there. Right. You're the guy two. waking up at 3 a.m. to go run wind sprints. If I have to. Right. If I have to, that's right. me. But um, so before I got to UFC, when I was on the local circuit, I was working three jobs and still training four times a day. And people don't say, ha, mm. you know, I work at a trucking company from five to one in the morning. I was a wrestling coach from three to five. And sometimes when I get off at one in the morning, I got to do campus security till 4 a.m. Where do you find time to get all your workouts in? Where? Well, when I get off from security, anytime fitness is open, what? Anytime. Mm -hmm. I go swipe in and hit my sprints, get my lift in, go home, get a quick hour to 30 minute nap, whatever time I got to the gym. 7 o'clock, I hit the road to the gym, get there at 8, go for a five-mile run before practice, come back, hit practice, call my strength and conditioning coach, go from there, meet him at the gym, lift again, go from there to the college. Now I coach practice. As I'm coaching, I jump in and wrestle with my kids. So not only am I coaching, but in between, I'm going just as hard as them. So they tell me, go, coach, I'm in class all day. Like, really? I've trained four times this morning. I don't want to hear it. Let's go. And that was my mindset. And I, like I said, it was every day, six days a week. The same schedule. Wake up. Train. 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 Coach. Train. Get dressed in the locker room. I was supervisor of the trucking company, so I had to be there till the last truck was gone, whether it's 1 o'clock or 2 o'clock in the morning. Leave. If they don't need me at campus, I go straight to the gym. Swipe in. I'm in there. And that's what it was. Like, I never missed a workout. Even though all I had to do, if I wanted to be the best at anything I wanted to do, I'm going to make sure I give all my time into it. And my coach always said, you're going to get out what you put in. You put in the time, you put in the extra work, you're going to get it and beneficial and more. And well, that's where I'm at. That being said, thanks for making time. <laughs> Come and no, hang out and eat that? spaghetti. Are you about to work out in my parking lot? You no, I'm good. Yeah. I'm a full-time fighter, so I get all my workouts at the end of the day now. It's no space and time out. But if my opponent, if I'm in training camp, I'm getting four, and he talks about, oh, I'll get five workouts a day, best believe I'm going to get six. And my coaches, they didn't like it at first. They hated the fact I worked out so much. On the Ultimate Fighter, before every fight, you're supposed to take the day off because we fight that night. I practice. We do two practices a day on the show. I would do the practices with my team the day I was fighting. And Frank Edgar was like, bro, what are you doing? Like, you fighting like, go chill. Now nah, I got to get my lungs blown. I got to feel good. I got to get a good sweat. And at the end, the jiu-jitsu coach was like, you know what? 
Let Corey do what he do. He's obviously a workhorse. That's the way he was raised. We can't change him. Lord. And it's the way I am now. They love it. Now they love it. It's like was, I'm always in the gym. Was so. anything fake on that show? Like, nah. real as it get, bro. Real's no script. It's just we did whatever we wanted, as we wanted, yeah. when we wanted, how we Killer. wanted. Killer. Damn. So. So you were three hundred something pounds, right? Two ninety seven point eight was the max. Okay. Right. So ahead, now you're two, you fight at two hundred five. Yeah. Till you walk around it. I was 219 earlier today after my Okay, workout. so about 220. How do you feel? <laughs> how the fuck you do that shit? How, uh, you wear a garbage bag you, and you be running around? When I was 300, I did. Yeah. You, I wore a sauna suit and his waist trimmer every day. You, you, you crazy, you, but every day I worked out with that shit. Got I it, with the hoodie like, on, outside. Yeah. Hey, listen, I was fat once. Yeah. I know what it is. From, so, is you close to Chicago at all? Like 45 minutes to an hour away. Was it... Was it um, the way it is now when you was out there? Yeah. Wild as hell. You Always had friends out there? Way. Yeah, I got people out there. I've lost friends out yeah. there. I lose friends every summer. I lose what somebody the fuck out there. What's going on in Chicago, yo? Like, crazy. Niggas is crazy. Excuse my language, white nah, folks. But. <laughs> nah, it's cool, bro. Don't worry about it. That's like, just the way it is. It's really just that gang shit. It's it really just, took it's over. Pointless. It doesn't make sense. Like, they just enjoying killing each other for no reason because like i noticed like lately after the holiday weekend any holiday lately uh, chicago will have an update on like how many people died and there's always there's a lot always of people that died like lot. i'm talking about this year alone like a lot of people like people it's say fucking, summertime like oh summers in chicago is crazy no year round yeah, in chicago is crazy summertime yes there's more people outside and more gun activity but every day in chicago is just stupid Niggas is playing tag with guns and shit. Dead bullets ass. and shit crazy. I don't play serious. that type of tag. They, y'all play what? laser tag. We playing bullet tag. <laughs> what you got? Because I got a nine. Well, I got an Uzi. Well, he come back with a Yo, fucking AK. Yo, I'm so upset that you just said that. You took the joke out of my mouth. I was like, you know, they ain't never heard of a laser tag? <laughs> Beat me to it. That's what I get for sending a text fun. message on the laser show. Laser tag, you come back alive. Yeah, for real. You Sometimes I play laser tag for keeps. Your, your vest stop vibrating, your gun start working again, you're back in the game. It's like Call of Duty. You got many lives until it's over. In real life, they don't want that. They trying to take your life. That's it. You did something to them, they mad. Or you hurt their family, or you got their they sister pregnant, and instead of making you man up, they're just going to kill you. Now your son, your, your nephew ain't going to have a daddy. Like, damn, that makes like a lot of sense. You wait till child support came in? Figure it out first. God damn. Yeah, it's crazy. And the wor- worst in St. Louis, or in Chicago, is St. Louis. St. Louis be bugging St. like St. Louis is even, even worse. Yeah. yeah wow. Even worse. I feel like they don't be reporting it. I think Chicago just, they just like to use Chicago because it's popular because they know yeah, somebody. A bigger that. city. Yeah, yeah, more, yeah, yeah. More attention. I ain't know St. Louis was like that, though. East St. Louis and St. Louis, like, usually on the nation's biggest list. Like, one year, St. Louis is, like, number two, and East St. Louis is number four. Wow. And Chicago, I think, was third, but still, it's like they only separated by a train track. Like, just put them together. Hey, I was like, Camden's number one, though. <laughs> yeah, out here, it, it get wild. Yo, but that's what I'm like, it's dumb because there's a lot of young niggas that do it, too. That's be that's the problem. The big, like, thing, though. Yeah, that's so, sad about it, too. Like, come on, you got your whole life ahead of you, and y'all <laughs> trying to kill each, other, kill each other over what? Nothing. Nothing. But it's so many young people because kids are having kids now. Word. So, the 19 year old to the 13. To 19-year-old kids, the people that's in school are the ones that's having the kids. Word. And they still gang-banging. So the whole time their kids is being raised, <laughs> their kids is seeing that. Word. And they teaching their kids that. They hanging out. You see the videos on World Star yeah. with, on Instagram. Girls twerking with their baby like in a car seat. So the girl grows up to, to want to twerk. Yeah. Wearing makeup. Like I got nieces. When they was 12, they would go down and visit their aunts in Rockford, which mm-hmm. is like like a big city like Rock or Chicago. and yeah. just as bad. 
And they come back with fake nails covering the makeup. And they dad take it out, like, what the hell? Oh, TT such and such gave it to me. He uh, going to go off like no. Tell TT. Well, now they live. Now they old. Yeah, tell TT what? Kiss my ass, to goddamn it. Hey, we just said it. But now they old enough and they live down in Rockford. And I seen those nieces. What last time I was home visiting, I went to pick up my other nieces from my parents or something with my parents. And the one came around the corner, I couldn't even recognize her. Just like ear full of earrings, cake yeah. with makeup. Yeah. And you know, and that's the thing nowadays. Like so many Instagram videos teaching girls like makeup is the thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? Like I see you over there. You one of them. Oh, you wow. you posting oh. it. You nah, don't even don't, no 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 don't even don't even worry about her. Don't even worry about her and her lame ass Instagram. That's it it's though, true. you know, and the people like I like a natural woman. You know, a lot of people say, like, yeah. like, when people my name, they see some of the girls I'm with, they're like, bro, you can have, like, that girl over there. But, like, bro, go take her makeup off. Take her home when she gets a shot. Go catch her when she gets a shot. See what Word. she looks like. Throw, throw some saying? water on that girl's face. See her Rub it down. You know, you know what I'm saying? You know what I mean? Females, like, I see her at the gym or whatever. And I, or, no, I would see them out in public, like, out at the club or something. I see them at the gym. They come up to me, and I don't recognize them. Like, they lost me from... Where was that? Bamboo. Like, <laughs> damn, it is you. Yo, yo. <laughs> like, hey, look, bamboo. Yo, bamboo, bamboo is the original trap house. You never want to meet any girl that I've ever met from Bamboo. Bro, please, dude, any place that was on Jersey Shore, that ain't please true. just You can see my jersey, my name, my jersey hung up in the Raptors in Bamboo. <laughs> Number twenty. You MVP of Bamboo. Oh, that's your spot. <laughs> it's been that was long, 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 long time ago. Okay, you, you like them you know, them fake palm don't trees get. they got? Legends live on. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, people don't Legends forget. never die, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> you already know they didn't give me the so. name player for no reason. Shut <laughs> <laughs> the fuck up, y'all. Oh, man, uh, that's, that's cool, man. But, yeah, like I said, Chicago, that shit crazy, bro. That shit. It's ridiculous. And I don't know. You said you grew up out there. Like, you had your parents used to tell you to stay away from that shit? Yeah. So, I grew up in the country. Where I'm from, Rockton, Illinois, growing up, we had 1,300 people. <laughs> to this day, I think we have six or seven stop signs to the whole city. No stoplights what? throughout the whole place. Get the fuck you out of here. You see a lot of tractors, four-wheelers, horses, or whatever. Where like, is the DMV the at? Uh, <laughs> it's actually, in the, we don't have our own DMV. <laughs> we got to go to Rockford to get the DMV. We just brought one to the nearest town. It's like a small one that's open like twice a week. <laughs> so so your entire workhorse mentality is ingrained in you from being in a rural area from play where people need to work. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Because in a small town like that, you, you know, you can't get lost in the, the, bull, bull, the extra bullshit. The exciting stuff. You know, you know the biggest I mean? thing yeah. of our, my community, the biggest problem we ever had was drugs because everybody had money. Like, if you weren't in the country area, you either had the money from farming, mm-hmm. or if you were in the country area, your parents owned some big company, construction, my dad had a big roofing company, or a trucking company, so you had money, so it was easy to access to drugs. You know, when they when we got your license, all of us wanted to go to Rockford. That was mm-hmm. our thing. First thing we go, we got a license the first Friday night, you would see whoever got their license, I guarantee you catch them at the bowling alley in Rockford or the skating <laughs> ring, trying to fit in like he cool. But after the first bad incident, because I was the only black kid from the area. And I was actually born in Rockford, so my parents moved me up there to get out of the trouble. Mm. Right. And it was the white kids wanted to go out. They wanted to go out and act cool, so they go to one of the wrong areas and get jumped or whatever. And they come back to school, and it's like, oh my god, I don't want to go back down there. And they realize, fucking white people. Mm. <laughs> they realize uh, it ain't all cracked up to be. So my dad instilled in me also, being the only black kid, you everything you do, 
You gotta remember these kids thinking white is right. So the teachers as well. So everything you do, you gotta work 150% harder than them. True. So not just 100% harder, not give it your 100%, but go 100% more that than the came to the point and go 150% right. more. So as I'm working 250% hard, killing myself on the football field, killing myself on the wrestling. Everything I did, I had to kill myself if I wanted to get starting time. There you go. Which is why I was that fat kid that sat the bench for so long. Mm. Because I didn't realize, like my dad would say it. You tell me all the time things like it can only last for so long, son. It's our practice; it only lasts so long. Just give it everything you got for that hour. And I never wanted to do it. I was fine just being on the team. To my senior year, it made sense, and I just snapped on everything. Mm-hmm. You know, I still I didn't do as good enough to get scholarships. My grades weren't the greatest. There's a lot of things I could have did a long time to prolong myself and shoot, shoot me off. I could have went to D1 right away if I did it all through college, but right. since I or through high school, but since I didn't do it till. Last year playing sports, it was too late. You know, the coaches already knew my mentality. So it's kind of hard for them to want to put me in as a starter. Mm-hmm. Starter, because they never knew when I was going to quit again, you know. What, uh, what position did you play? Well, my senior year, I played yeah. D-line. I played nose, right, left, wherever they needed me. Mm-hmm. When it's time for somebody to get hurt, that was when I went in. Cool, mm-hmm. you going for such and such. You know, even doing that, I led the team in sacks my senior year. But for me to be a Starting starter, that start. wasn't going to happen. Right. You led the team in sacks and still didn't start. And still didn't start, That's you know. Crazy. And it was another black dude that came there. Rest in peace, him, Bryce Givens, freak athlete. He was just an animal. Yeah. And he didn't start. He led the conference, not the team, the conference in rushing yards. But he didn't start. And when he went in, he was snapped. You give him the ball and you wasn't stopping. You give him the ball when it was deep down, they needed to score. Bryce was going and he was going to score. The team must have been nice then. No. Nah. Then how the hell did they have the nice niggas on the bench? Bobby, <laughs> Bobby, dude, Bobby. Racism. Exactly. When you come from an all-white area, they don't care about man. that, man. And that both the parents, like I said, they was rich millionaires. So they parents was Yo, That's just like Varsity Blues. Yo, remember you, when the running back used to get all the yards, but when it was time to score the touchdown, they'll take him out exactly and throw exactly it to the little white boy receiver? Yo, you exactly. never seen Remember the Varsity Titans? Blues. For real. That bro. was dead ass. That's how Shout it was. To Dawson and Cook like, the parents would have like <laughs> spaghetti those. on Thursday. They had spaghetti dinners and stuff with the team. You go to their house to do that, and uh, you would see dinner. like what kind of money they had, like all the booster stuff they would donate to the school. And you see why, like, okay, they paying. If they paying these kids, freshmen starting on varsity. You got all these cold ass dudes on the team. Yeah. But this freshman is a starting quarterback, or this freshman is a starting wide receiver. Then you go to their house and you realize, like, well, these parents have paid their way up. Like, there's no <laughs> way they can say no. Or, like, I ain't mad at them. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. But, That's fucked up, though. But but those are the same kids. Like I said, they all went to college. Like John Jones, they would. When you're giving so much, when mm-hmm. you go somewhere, you can't get that. You can't pay your way into it. Like college, right? Nobody yeah. from my high school in my generation, like that, was in school with me. None of them went on to be much of anything else. Yeah. The one f- other person from my high school that's ever made it is Danica Patrick, who was also okay. a woman. Okay. Yeah, she graduated with my brother. She was also a woman. Somebody else, everybody looked past. But she was a country girl. She raised go-karts as a kid. There you, you know go. I mean? And I look at her now. Mm. So me and Danica Patrick, the only two people to make it from my school, she being yeah, a minority as a woman. Patrick. Or shout out to, she raised ghost-karts as a kid. She yeah, raised, raised ghost-karts as a kid. I remember that. what, my brother's in high school, his senior year, she did a celebrity versus locals race thing and one of the person that she was like neck and neck with one person i was paying attention was goldberg the wrestler he was in the race like neck oh, and neck with yeah, the whole yeah. race. oh shit. his car blew up and she ended up winning and that was the first time i really his heard car's on steroids was. <laughs> <laughs> so that's just how it was in my area very small if you had the money 
And like I said, White was right. You know yeah, I mean? See, but all that helped you out, though. All that oh, shit. Exactly that, that yeah. Forcing you to come off the bench because they wanted to try to hold you back. All that. Look at, your, look at your mentality now. I'm stronger than any. You can never break me. That's one thing I tell everybody. And uh, my junior year, another story. I went to college in South Carolina Word. with another racist coach. I didn't know. Uh-huh. I went down there. What school? I went to Newberry College. Okay. okay. I went down there. I had a visit. The guy... I should have known he was crooked. He was out at the bar with his drinking, smoking cigarettes, giving the wrestlers some cigarettes, you know, getting them females, everything they wanted to hear to get kids there. Then when it came down to it, when it came time, when it's time to sign on that line, everything changed. Once you commit it, his whole attitude changed. You know, I was beating another time. I beat everybody on the team. Everybody on the line, the starter, dude, went to nationals. I beat him. Well, we wrestled 12 times. I beat him 11 times. The one time he beat me, he beat me by <coughs> riding time. If you know college wrestling, mm-hmm. whoever gets the most time on top, when the time runs out, if he got more than one minute, he wins. That's mm-hmm. how he beat me. The other times I beat him, I beat him by 12, 13, 8, <laughs> 9, 7 points. Like, <laughs> bad <laughs> points, but he would never let me start again. Like, you already lost to him. Like, I beat him seven times before that. And the one time I beat him, you put him as a starter, then he wouldn't give me a wrestle off and all that stuff. There's another thing. He just kept trying to break me. You would never start for me unless you go down 97. I'm not cutting weight. Well, you would never wrestle. Well, that's fine. And I took all, I was a full ride, so I took all his money. He had to pay for me to go to tournaments. Right. Every time I traveled, all my injuries, they had to pay for everything. And I milked the shit out of his system. Damn when right. It was all over with. I got my finals and I was gone. <clears throat> he texted me the next morning. I was, the day after I left, he texted me, Where'd you go? Like, I'm home. What do you mean you're home? It's still two weeks left in school. Like, I went and told the school what you was doing. I got my finals taken care of and everything. I'm out. They released what? me. He was trying to black me where I could never leave. I did everything behind his back. He had kicked me off the team twice because he was finding out like I was calling coaches and everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't care. Kick me off the team. I'm leaving. You can't keep me. Peace, bitch. And like I told my mom, like when she when I came home, she said, "How you feel? Like I'm fine. They couldn't break me, mom. I'm good. <laughs> we're gonna go back to another school and we're gonna keep going. And that's just where I'm at now. That's my mindset. Dang it, that's, like I said, all that shit helped you, man. Yeah. All that shit helped you out being number nine. He tried to say number 10. But you know. number it two. was the internet, bro. I, I should be number eight here soon. Talk, talk, I'm, talk, I'm talk, saying you should talk. be number six after you beat OSP. I'm just saying. I should be number one in so, 2017. Oh, shit, that's what I'm talking about. Oh, when we keep you talking think, about it. So, so that's what's next for you, think, number one? That's the point. That's I, I got a question. This, uh, what is it, the MMAAA, the fucking worst name of all time, the Mixed Martial Arts. The union thing? The, 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 the Athlete Association with Cowboy been. and Tim Kennedy and them. How, how do you feel about that? You don't give a shit? Just like Conor McGregor, I don't. I ain't looked at it. I ain't thought but, about it. I ain't read nothing on it. But don't you feel like you guys should have a union? I'm fine. I'm yeah. living. Corey making his money. Corey ain't got no problem. Corey drive a new Audi. Corey got motorcycles. Talk, Corey. Corey got toys. Corey got his girl happy. I'm wow. happy. My bills paid. Wow. I go out there. I do my job. Wow. Oh, yeah. I go out there. I do my job. Wow. I ain't got nothing to worry about. I ain't making millions. Yeah, but I'm yeah. happy. I ain't out here struggling and begging on my knees. I can uh-huh. do what I want. I want to leave and go on vacation right now. I'm going to call my girl say, pack your bags. We going mm. somewhere. Okay. Talk. That's all that okay. matters to me. I don't need to make millions. Word. You know, money is the root of all evil. And a lot of people was getting cut when that union stuff started coming out. Everybody running their mouth. I'm going to join this union. All right, bye. And they was mm. letting people go. All of a sudden, mine. Bellator. They you know what? Getting everyone. It's cutthroat, ain't he? Yeah, they don't care. You don't play by the rules, you gone. Mm. You know what I mean? All you got one job make or two jobs. Make weight and fight. Mm. It ain't that hard. We can live. We making money. We don't have to do nothing else. And these guys complaining about it because they're not making what boxers make. Yeah, 
Well, so we our sport ain't as big as boxing. It hasn't this been yet. around as long. Exactly. Like, come on. When boxing first started, they was making this money as well. Exactly. So our time is gonna come. Yeah. Okay. And right now, Conor McGregor is doing a good job bringing that money in. Like I said, that's one thing I respect Conor for. He's bringing the money to us. Yeah. But I'm not gonna sit back here and do like unions and boycott. You know, just like a union do. You start boycotting, they just gonna bring somebody else in. Right. Like I said, it's how many people in the world. A quarter of those people in the world doing MMA. It ain't hard for them to find a replacement. That's that hard work mentality, yeah. man. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to do what I got to do. If I got to keep fighting, if I got to fight six times this year to pay bills, we fighting six times this year. If I can't because I'm injured, like I told my girl, I'll get a job. I ain't scared to go but, back to work. I ain't afraid, ain't afraid of work. work. But don't you think uh, UFC <laughs> should have some type of retired plan for like retired athletes <clears throat> and things like that? Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? We should, but we don't. So what are we going to do? Yeah. Can't cry over spilled milk. Facts. That's a fact. All right. I mean, you can just I had a bowl of cereal. I spilled my milk. I can sit and cry about it. I go grab another box of cereal and some milk and redo it again. Mm. You know what I mean? That's my mindset. We ain't got the insurance and all the benefits. What I'm gonna do? I go buy my own insurance. Word. I find reasonable insurance. I do my Shout research. Shout out to Obamacare. I got it. You know what I mean? Well, I make too much money, but Obama <laughs> taking it all. I don't. So I damn, don't Obama, Obama give me something back, <laughs> Uncle Sam. Somebody help me out. Help me, <laughs> <laughs> nigga. <laughs> That's nothing my father just raised me. Every penny you make, if, if you only made a dime a week, you save a penny. At the end of time, when you retire, you got something. That's the way I am. Every I check, that check goes, everything is wire transferred to the bank. And I, I work at these local gyms to make money to pay my bills. Word. So all my money from fighting is back home in the bank, safe. Smart, you know I mean? Smart. So my exit Smart, plan, bro. 31, 30, 31, I got three, four years left. Me and my girl be out. We're going to start our gym. We're going to do our thing together. Mm. I got plans. I got visions. I got goals. Everybody else is thinking one trick pony. Right now, their mind is set on fighting only. That's why they so mad. They ain't making the money because mm. they spending everything they get. They want to go play, 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 but they ain't thinking about the exit plan. The money ain't going to last forever. You take one wrong punch, you can't fight no more. Word. And you done spent everything you had. Now you stuck. <clears throat> you got CTE You're shaking you know, You're going to exactly. be that guy Sitting in front of Walmart Saying Welcome to Walmart <laughs> You know what I'm saying Because that's all you can get Damn that's crazy man yeah. Um, We ask all our guests this Well I ask all our guests this So I'm going to ask you Wait are you into basketball at all? Not really Not really? Alright I got to ask you this anyway This is what I have to ask Do you consider LeBron James a legend? No Thank you, okay. my friend. I know you do because you got a calf hat on. So. Listen. Just, <laughs> oh, you going to screw me on why he's a legend now? <laughs> I just need to know why you don't consider him a legend. I mean, first of all, his mentality as a player. Mm. He's not He's not somebody that you would want to talk up as a player. Mm -hmm. Yes, he's he's great as a player. He's an athlete. He does his thing. You see what he did in the finals last year, though. Yes. Oh, I mean, let the man like talk, said, son. As he a was, player, there's no doubt he is one of the best players. Okay. One of the best players there is. He was down but his mindset <laughs> as a, His mindset okay. as a leader okay. is not somebody you want to brag on. Okay. You know, like All Michael right. Jordan, when he talks, he talks. He ran his team like an asshole. Mm -hmm. Like, we y'all need to step the game yeah, on, just yeah, like Kobe yeah, Bryant. Yeah. But when he talked of his team and other players, he he didn't talk about in a I, I, I. He talked we. He was a team player. He was there mm. for the team. LeBron James was there for himself. Michael Jordan was with the Bulls from the start to finish, so he retired the first time. LeBron James wasn't getting his title, so what did he do? 
He's jumping shit. Yeah, I'm so glad that this is happening right now. Because, right, like, Bobby, what are you going to do? You gonna how you going to try you can't ask him a question and get mad now. <laughs> 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 no, please, please, bro. Yo, this don't is the best. If you don't want to know the answer. <laughs> no, I, want, I like the I'm a real ass nigga. So, 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 so are opinion. you more of a Tim Duncan, Dirk Nowitzki guy? Tim Duncan. I like Tim Okay. All right. Thank you. The big fundamental. Yeah, Tony Parker. Shit like that. People that was there with their team, they stay with one. This is where I am. I'm loyal to my squad. I'm not finna jump somewhere else so I can get a belt. Then he went to the Heat and didn't get it. And then came back to the Cavs and they got some players that he can play with. You know oh, what I'm saying? Oh, man. I'm so, like, you have no idea how He happy is a bandwagon jumper. Right everybody talk about bandwagon jumpers, oh, right? When my team, oh, jump on the bandwagon. Don't be a bandwagon jumper. But everybody don't realize LeBron James is the biggest bandwagon Corey, jumper. Corey, you are my favorite human being. Because when things were happen for him, he jumped ship. Hoping Ever. for better. And it didn't work, and he came back. Yo, Bobby is so upset right now. Corey, thank you. <laughs> Corey, listen. This is by far my favorite interview that we have ever done. This is the greatest thing that has ever happened to this. It's like it, he's <laughs> obsessed. I'm so happy that this happened. Thank you. I appreciate that. that. I can't believe that. <laughs> no, nah, I know. I appreciate, <laughs> I appreciate your opinion, but damn. He got so much less mad. At you than when I said that because I've said all of that. He's big as shit. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I was saying he can fight you. He don't you. want to no, fight. He, he want the dance. He saw what the Revenant did. <laughs> don't <laughs> 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 no, promoting that the Revenant. And that was somebody my size. <laughs> no, He's about the size of one of my legs. So <laughs> 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 you ain't supposed to say that. <laughs> now. You're supposed to be breathless. My bad. <laughs> Black Lives Matter. <laughs> <That's> like, <laughs> yeah. I am the size of one of his legs, though. He ain't even lying. I'm little. Bobby, you're you're a track athlete, bro. That's yeah, fine. Yeah, I can you run. run mad exactly. fast. Yeah, listen, run. I, can, I can get away from him, but he ain't going to stop but chasing what I, what me. I'm saying, That's the fuck the point is. Hey, he was. You heard his story. I was a running back before I got fat, so I always had speed. Oh, I'm just saying, listen, <laughs> you, you can run like a cheetah, like quick, like real fast. You ain't ready for that overtime, son. That's what I'm saying. You're going to get tired. You're going to get tired. Like hey, it's like Jason. No matter where you ran from, I'm when you got to the end, you. he was still behind you. I'm coming for you. <laughs> Mask on, chainsaw ruin. Overtime coming for you, son. You're going to trip like a little white girl in the woods. <laughs> He'll rip you up like a bear, break your back in half. You're gonna... The black guy always died in the movie. Uh, <laughs> the first one. Your friends are going to dig a hole for you. Your son going to die in the wintertime. You ain't going to say nothing for 45 minutes. You're going to have to eat raw buffalo fuck meat you, with an you. Indian, son. That bear going to fuck you up. All right. Overtime coming for that ass. All right, so you, um, you what the fuck you gonna go, son? You disrespected the king. I understand that. Okay, so enough with that. I don't want to. Bears the king now. Overtime. I don't want to explain why he's a legend. Go ahead. Give me your rebuttal. rebuttal. Give me a rebuttal. First of all, let's start with how see he, yeah, how he came back from three one or three zero. <laughs> no, we ain't nah, even don't even worry about it. The bad finish. He did Fuck do you that, up. but we gonna bring it all the way back. You say he's selfish when he's not because he was on Cleveland. He spent seven years with the Cavs. They didn't want to give him no great players, and he still went to a championship by himself. He tried. They didn't want to do nothing. So he went to Miami where he won two rings. Yes, you're right. He did lose the first one to Mavericks, and then he won two. Then he did lose. I give you that. He did lose to San Antonio. All right. I give you that. But then he went back to Cleveland, and he's the only – he's the first time the Cavaliers ever won the championship. Why? Because of LeBron James. 
Somebody LeBron points James. me when he stops talking Not about Not because of the other players? No, it is because of the other players, but I'm okay, saying it's exactly. End of statement. If Revenant LeBron player. James wasn't there, they probably only win like 30 games. But if he would have stayed there, eventually they would have got the players he got now, and they would have won. Maybe. Title. Maybe. But, but, the, but the thing is, LeBron James is too good for them to get the number one draft pick and pick up Kyrie Irving. So he was always going to... He was always going to make it. So him playoff. leaving was a team effort then, huh? Him he leave, left, him he left leave, for the team. Him leaving was a strategy, like how your coach had the strategy. Mm-hmm. To punch when that lady walked by and you scared her? Made a pussy drip? You know what you did. <laughs> Son, how you going to make him? <laughs> over here. What you do? I made a drip. I hit it with the womp womp. Yes, I did. <laughs> <laughs> you feel me? You feel me? Tell me but no, I like Throw it. that hard kick. I do like people's opinion on LeBron. Like, I like it. But he is my favorite player. Um, Are you in the football at all? I have been a little more this year than I have usually. What's, what's your favorite? What team are you riding with? Eagles? That's not that. They're not bad. You didn't grow we up. We started like off hot. We started off hot, and we died down real fast. How, how you feel about your quarterback, yo? Wentz, he's doing his thing. He's nice. I like Carson. I think he's the future for Philly. He's for better sure. than Jared Goff. Better than Jared Goff. Um, the, the, Rams, the Rams quarterback. Oh, the Rams, the Rams quarterback. He's a horrible. Shit. He's a horrible dude. He's I guess horrible. he's better than him now. <laughs> he's no Kurt, Kurt Warner. It's true. That is well, true. true. No Kurt Warner. No Kurt well, Warner. True. Um, but what we do every week, we do um, we do picks. We do our football picks. Yeah. If you want to make some football, you are more than welcome. Come on. Let's go. Who are we going with? All right. So we got to go over last week's picks first. And like you said, shout out to Chamber. We said that in the beginning of the podcast. But shout out to Chamber. We got to put up his football picks. Let us know. You're going to let me know if he won or lost, right, Adam? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So... Uh, what was it? Week fourteen. It was uh, give me the games. Thursday night. Um, Raiders Chiefs. Uh, I had the Raiders. You had the Raiders. Chamber had the Chiefs. We're gonna Damn. go a lot faster with this. Uh, Come on. He beat us. Okay. Sorry, um, my coffee's starting to wear off. Redskins Eagles. Uh, we all had the skins. Um, Bengals Browns. Can you tell me if we lost or not? Oh, skins. Thank you. Damn, son. I thought you knew that one already. My bad. Bengals Browns. Uh, obviously we had the Bengals. Come on, you know obviously they won. Um, <laughs> Cardinals Dolphins. <laughs> uh, I had the Cardinals. You had the Fins. All right, I got that one. Okay. Um, Steelers Bills. Uh, I had the Steelers. You had the Bills. So you got that one. Vikings Jags. Uh, wow, these picks are all fucked up from last week because somebody binged the fucking results instead of googling them. I had the Jags. You had Minnesota. Okay. Um, I won that one. Falcons, Rams. Uh, I'm pretty sure I had the Falcons. We both should have the Falcons. Yeah, we we all had the Falcons. Okay, Packers, Seahawks. Where I wish these were in order. That'd be nice. Uh, I had the Packers. You had the Seahawks. Okay. Um, Saints, Buccaneers. Uh, we all had the Bucks. Uh, we won that one. Um, Jets 49ers. We all I the went Jets. with you for the Jets. Yes, again, finally. And they finally came through. They beat the second Fucking most Jets. trash team in the NFL. <laughs> Thank you. Fuck. But still. And y'all yo, had to come back to win that game. That game was game. so fucking boring. They, yo, they scored two touchdowns it literally in like the first five paint minutes drying. of the game. It yo, was paint I was like, drying. Man, come on, Jets. I can't do. I can't do. But, um, all right. Panthers Chargers. Uh, we probably all had the bolts. Yeah. We all uh, Oh, wait, goals? no, you pick Cam. All right, I was right. About to say. All right. Okay, okay. Lions, Bears. Uh, Lions, straight across. Got that right. Titans, Broncos. Uh, we all had Broncos. 
Texans, Colts. Well, I had the Texans. You had the Colts. Um, all right. Uh, Cowboys, Giants. We all had the Cowboys. And we all were idiots. Yo, listen. Um, every single one of the Giants <laughs> fans that are listening right now, please shut your yeah, fucking shut the mouth. Fuck up. Just yeah, we don't got time up. for that shit. Shut the fuck up. I do. Up. You're unfucking un bearable. I went to Rook to go get my coffee, and this dude was wearing a, uh, a Giants hat. And I was like... All right. Uh, like, he's like, bro, we're going to win the Super Bowl. I'm like, bro, you beat a team. Like, he's like, oh, we're going to five game win streak. I'm like, you beat the Browns. All right. Do you have anything to say about this last game? Last game, and then we're going on to our picks. Pats. Pats, Ravens. Ravens yeah, should have won that fucking game. Yeah, I know. I'm glad the Patriots did win, though, because I can't have that Ravens win. All right. No, that's it. That's, that's, um, I just spelled your name with a T. No big deal. All right, cool. All right, Corey. So what we do is we, we make our picks. You're going to be in the group, and we'll announce your picks next week. Alright. This is like I'm really I think I'm over this. What the picks? Yeah. Oh, because you keep losing. Yeah. Yeah. I, don't I think that's just what it comes down to. Yeah, you're just not good at it. I'm my team is trash. I am trash. Yeah, alright. Who's your team? I'm a Jets fan. I uh, yeah, I know. Listen, I'm as soon as I'm I can a I, fan, so. as soon as I can, I'm putting yeah, my father in a home a for fan. making me a Jets fan. Um so when I was in eighth grade, that's just what it is. All I root for like was as Wilson. soon as he's of he age, I like football in the first place. And I was watching a Monday Night Football game, and uh, Corey Dillon was on the Bengals, and he broke a Monday Night Football record for rushing yards that that year. It was the year two thousand. Someone driving my old car. So um, after that, I was just I was like, yeah, I like that. Why and, are you a Jets fan? Uh, because my <laughs> father has trash taste. That's just what it comes down to. Uh, actually, it is because. When he was growing up, uh, he was just getting into football. The Jets were a new team. He was a Mets fan, and they practiced at Shea Stadium. He went to a game. He saw the Jets. He became a Jets fan when he was a kid. And uh, he's going to be put in a home because of it. As soon as my father is 70 years old, um, I'm going to have to probably amputate one of his legs so he stops working because he's a workhorse. The dude, no, no, like, dude carries uh, <clears throat> fucking... Like air compressor, uh, like air condensers on his back. He's like 63 years old. So he's got like a good seven year run left in his work career. I'm gonna chop off one of his legs, throw him in a home, and uh, hopefully, you know, he'll spend uh, the rest of his days doing arts and crafts. Shout out to like Bobby all. Heavy. Yeah. <laughs> um, watch your leg. <laughs> watch your leg. Don't break your leg. <laughs> Not this time. Yo, I, I could have been, I could have been, you know. Yo. A, any, any I just want to put out there that this weekend is the first Saturday night game of NFL. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, all right, Danny, Thursday night. Hit it. All right, Thursday. Rams, Seahawks. 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 Okay. All right. <clears throat> Saturday night. Dolphins, Jets. I'll go with the Jets because fuck right, me. Go, I'm Adam. Since y'all won, I'm going to go with y'all. Yes, I thank pick you. Miami, but go ahead. I'm going with the Dolphins. All right. Yeah, I, I should have with the why? Because I, he's bigger than you? No. You still afraid? <laughs> no. Yeah, yeah. He gonna kick your ass and be like, fuck LeBron James. Right, two, two, no, now, now three things. Three things. Yes, I'm still afraid. Number two, I, I still think Miami can beat the Jets. And number three, it ain't no fuck LeBron James. All right, let's go. I'm going to stop disrespecting the team. All right, Sunday. Browns, Bills. Bills, obviously. Yeah, Browns, the Browns the haven't Browns won a game all year. 13. Yeah, I'm going Buffalo. Okay, I'm going to go Buffalo. Lions, Giants. Shoot, fuck I'm the going, Giants. I'm going Lions. Lions. I'm going Detroit because I think Detroit's on the winning streak. 
I'm going to go Detroit. I'm going to go with the Giants. Uh, hey, that's probably a good pick. I'm not going to lie to you. Yeah, I'm just being salty. It'll be a good game. Eagles, Ravens. Got to ride with the boys. I got to go. I got to go Philly. Going Eagles. I got to go Philly. Eagles fly high, baby. I got to go Philly. I need Ravens to lose this. Go Philly. Steelers, Bengals. Don't y'all disrespect. <laughs> this going to be a good game, man. Oh, Bengals. We are. We I'm Bengals. going Steelers. We are. Steelers. All right. Black uh, and yellow, black and yellow. Okay. okay. I remember that. Go ahead. <laughs> Yo, what are you going to do? I remember that. Yo, go ahead remember that. Write it down. I remember that. I remember that. Take a picture we got it on moment. the air. It is on the memory. I, I'm going to remember that, and I remember how you can fuck me up. So I'm just. <laughs> I'm just so you don't forget those, about that person word. real fast. Yo, <laughs> just Bobby. Vito. Bobby. Bobby, how <laughs> often right How often in your life have you checked the leg kick? All right, then shut the fuck up. Um, um, platter. <laughs> you even know what that is? You just heard it. You know, the, you know how I do it? Shout nah, man, G- he went, he nah, went to JetsWeb.com. Um, don't show me what it is. <laughs> we show, come on, we can demonstrate. Come on, Corey, don't show me what it is. got enough yeah, room. I got work in the morning, brother. Come on. <laughs> break it. I'm just going to tweak it a little bit. I'm <laughs> tweaking. You're going to be like Gumby. You're going to be super flexible. <laughs> ben, don't break, beloved. That's what's up. Uh, all right, go ahead. What's up? Uh, Colts, Vikings. I, I got a nah, God. I don't know, yo. Couple trash team. I go Colts. But whatever. Vikings are home. Whatever. I still go Colts. Yeah, I'm going Colts. Yeah. The horses. Pa- Packers, Bears. Aaron Rodgers is back. Go Pack, go. That's gonna be good because Jay Cutler been playing well lately. Yeah, well, fucking, I don't care. No, but I'm still going Green Bay. Go Pack, go. As much as I hate the Packers, I hate the Bears even worse. So I'm going with the Packers. Mm. There you go. Okay. Titans, Chiefs. Chiefs. They're on a killer win streak right now. Uh, yeah, definitely Chiefs. Chiefs. Yeah, Chiefs. Chiefs. Uncle Chiefs. Sam, go with Chiefs. Yeah, Chiefs. <laughs> Jags, Texans. That's so whack. Who gives a fuck? I'm um, picking the Jags. I'm going Texans. Is JJ Watt back yet? Hell no. He ain't nah. coming I'm back going this season. To <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to Jags. Saints, Cardinals. Drew Brees been letting me down to fantasy so bad this year. Like, the past three games, Drew Brees been fucking up. I'm going Cardinals. Arizona, yep. Yep, me too. Niners, Falcons. Falcons. Dirty Falcons. Birds. Yeah, Falcons. The dirty birds. Falcons just dropped 40-something points. On, I know. Uh, whoever I know. the fuck they Listen, play. here's the deal. Um, Niners the Niners just games. lost to the fucking Jets. <laughs> All right? Let's just put that in perspective. Go ahead. Oh, this is going to be a good game. Go ahead. Pats, Broncos. Mm, I'm going. Pats. You have to. Who, who's throwing the ball for the Broncos Tom, right now? Yeah, I'm going, 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 you got to go Tom Terrific. Yeah. Raiders, Chargers. Come oh, Raiders. I'm riding them all day. Oakland, yep. Oakland been doing some shit this year, so I'm going to go with them as well. Yeah. <laughs> all right, so Sunday night game, Bucks, Cowboys. Oh, Cowboys are, Cowboys are going to bounce back. I hope so, because now it's fantasy playoffs, and I got Dez and Zeke. So the Cowboys. Cowboys across the board. And uh, Monday night, Panthers, Redskins. I'm going Redskins, yeah. baby. I'm never. I'm not. Cam I told you. Been fucking up this year, so I'm going with the Redskins. But I'm. I'm. You know. I'm I told with you. Cam. I can't Cam pick Cam again. I just can't do it. I, he helped. He won last week. I'm, oh man. You know what? Yeah. Fuck it. I'm going Cam. Cam. Okay. Oh, Cam. <laughs> Cam. <laughs> All right, man. Fuck. Uh, yeah. All right. Um. So, Corey. Sir, yo, before we go, can you please put Bobby in an Oma Plata? I no, know that's no, exactly. No, that's not what... gonna happen. No, stop, man. I don't want that. I don't need to be tweaked. 
Fuck that. Just a little stretch. Nah, man. Everybody need a good stretch. It'll add to your shoulder dexterity. Yeah, you know, just warm this up for you. Nah, man. Hell no. Nah, but uh, we want to say, yo, thank you. We really appreciate you coming on our show. You know what I mean? Yeah, man. Thank you so much. This This is, uh, you know. Thank y'all for having me, man. I'm a people person. I like to. You know, entertain, have fun. It's a good time. It's yeah, probably no, one of the you, funnest interviews yeah, I've anytime done. Anytime you so. want to hang out, what even really interview? Interviews like bullshit on the mic. So that's that's, that's definitely dope. We're just unorthodox motherfuckers just be talking. Anytime <laughs> that you want to talk shit about LeBron James, threaten my co-host and eat fettuccine, you hit me up. You're welcome. I can do that to come here and do that. Uh, let everyone know if they don't know yet where they can hit you up on the like your Instagram, Facebook, the whole nine. Yeah. All right, for sure, for sure. Um, again, Corey Anderson here, number nine, UFC light heavyweight. You can find me on Single Instagram digits. at Corey A underscore MMA. That's C O R E Y underscore MMA. The same thing on Twitter and Periscope. And you can find me on Facebook at Corey Beaston twenty five eight Anderson. Until it changed to overtime. Can we, can we get that to overtime? Please. Well, oh, right now, Facebook got me on a waiting period to change it. So, oh, I got. I tried to change it the other day. I think it takes like three, four days before they actually approve it. So we'll And you see. can't friend him. You have to follow him because he... My friends is maximized. Now, personal page oh, is personal. Not, oh, you done blew up you can now. Follow. You done blew up now. Okay, you, <laughs> you know, follow. That's how you knew you blew up when you can't do that no yeah, more. Yeah, when it hit the 5,000 yeah. limit. And I can't even <laughs> add friends no more. Like, what the hell? <laughs> it blew up a long time ago. So. We're going to push that Revenant name, though. Revenant. Yeah, Shout out to Dante Rivera for the Revenant. <laughs> Revenant. Yell that next time you win overtime, nigga. Revenant. <laughs> <laughs> Another victim. Um, Bobby, let them know where they can get you. Uh, you can catch me at Bobby Moore on um, Instagram and Twitter, uh, Facebook. It's all the same. Adam, what's uh, what's your grinder profile? LeBron um, James, Dick Rider, four twenty. <laughs> <laughs> no, nigga. Is it hashtag Panther Tail sixty nine? Me uh, and LeBron sixty nine. It's, uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's black of the berry, sweet of the juice. <laughs> yeah, fuck y'all. Uh, <laughs> you can find me everywhere. Uh, Earth to Adam with underscores on Instagram and Twitter. The whole whatever. Fucking my grinder profile is. Bobby's whatever. Yeah, don't even say nothing. Shout out to our producer, Danny, Uh, doing his thing again. Simmons More Podcast, episode 35. Kevin Durant. KD. KD. Uh, You can find us Instagram, Twitter, uh, Facebook, Live Journal. My spin, whatever. <laughs> Mama, if you hear this, I'm sorry for my language. <laughs> <laughs> we actually did an entire on Mother's Day. We were recording an episode, and we listened to the episode beforehand, and it was like, "Fuck, bitch, bitch." And so we tried super hard to not curse. Yeah, this for our mothers. Uh, so yeah, yeah, we lasted maybe 35 seconds. You did. I lasted longer than that. Well, you know. 45. <laughs> 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 Simmons World Podcast, episode 35. Hashtag Sam PC. Hashtag Sam PC. Corey Anderson in the building. Yeah. Thank you. You stay lit so we don't have to get lit. The brand We got to change that. Apparently, lit's not cool anymore. Oh, well, the brand is still strong. That's the team strong. is legit, and the slash tags is hard. Danny, you already know what it is. Do the drop. Peace.